Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome back to Mum's The Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Kelsey Parker and I'm your host for this week. So this week we are going to be focusing on self-love and I've really tried to set myself goals for this year. January, I want to achieve an overall healthy diet and fitness and try and work out as much as I can because I feel like I need it. So Connie Simmons is this week's guest on Mum's The Word. Connie is a mum, a health and beauty blogger who promotes healthy living, body confidence, self-love and beauty from the inside out. Connie has spoken out about the importance of ignoring trends on social media and focus on, on health rather than how we look. She also runs The Pocket Coach, an online coaching site and has published her first book, Healthy Forever, the happiest weight loss book ever. Welcome to the podcast, Connie. So we're January, New Year. Any yeah. resolutions? Anything that do you set resolutions? Yeah, hundred percent. Do you? I've always been a goal setter. I think it's really important. People don't know, do they? No, I think people feel pressure mm. because they set goals and then there's this pressure to get there because everyone thinks about the end rather than the process and the journey yeah. and like having like the smaller steps. So for me, it's like, right, I know what my goals are. And then now, what do I do daily to get there? And I just focus on one day at a time. And then it's less overwhelming. And I'm doing that. And I'm vlogging every day. And it's keeping me motivated. So you're vlogging every day on Instagram? Yeah, only like a minute and a half. I'm whittling down my day to a minute and a half. Go, girl. Go, girl. I'm eating a tuna sandwich going, it's not going to affect my calorie deficit. It's right. Sometimes you've got to eat a tuna sandwich. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. And I'm a, I'm a mum at the end of the day. Like, I can only do what I can do. But doing something is better than nothing, right? So definitely, yeah. So if if you've only got ten minutes to like lift a couple of weights at home in front of the telly, that's better than not doing it. Yeah, and that, that's that what I've been trying to do. Yeah, break break the day down a bit. Break it down. Break everything down. Break everything down. Last year I wasn't doing that. I was in survival mode massively. And why I, do you think that was? Well, so twenty twenty three, you feel like you struggled twenty twenty three. I think twenty twenty two when I had Chester in July, my, my youngest, right through, I struggled because being self-employed, I went back to work really quick, four weeks. Don't, not proud of it, regret it. 
but I just I just couldn't see anything but I, no I hear financial you financial stress I like hear you. I'm worried um and it felt like the only option when it probably wasn't and I don't always like asking for help but I've learned to stop doing that because you've got to ask for but support I do think when you are self-employed it is really tough like I, um, I run a performing arts school with my best friend and she had her baby in July and obviously we went back in September. So what did she have? Like six weeks? That baby yeah. had to come. Like that baby, that baby <laughs> is Winnie. Uh, Winnie's had to come to work since like day dot and she comes every Saturday and we're there and she, like we have to work around. Obviously one will be out there holding her yeah. then Kelsey, she's feeding her. But I think yeah. being self-employed is so amazing but yet so hard when you're a mum. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I have a lot of clients and mums message me saying, oh, I'd love to work for myself. I'd love to have my own business, the flexibility. And it's true, there is flexibility. Like I can just come here today and, you know, do my emails at nine o'clock at night and whatever, work in the hours that I want to work. But that is it though. Us self-employed are up until like... Yeah. Up, until I put my phone down, I'm still working probably. And you have 10 to say to yourself, night. stop. Yeah. Right. Stop working. Switch off. Put your phone down. Um, you I did it. I did it last night. I watched Selling Sunset. Put my phone down on the side. But even though I feel like that Selling Sunset's just gone crazy and everyone just argues the whole time, so it actually makes me feel a bit uptight watching it. But I thought I'm gonna put my phone to one side and just switch off because I don't. And then I'm worrying about everything. And have I done this? Have I done that? And yeah. I think it's so constant. And when you're self-employed, it is your phone is there and you live through your phone and your work is your phone. Yeah, and it's it's actually like people talk about boundaries and they think that boundaries are just for you and other people, but you need them for yourself. I mean, have you ever put an out of office on? Yeah. I have never. I ha Do you know why I have? <laughs> Go, Connie. I ha yes, I did because I was like, no, I enough is enough because it's going to get to a point where I can't perform the way that I want to perform. I know what I'm capable of, but I'm actually stumping my own growth here because I'm exhausting myself. I work for myself and I work for my brother. So I've got two jobs. I run his fitness company, Get It Done. And I'm a life coach. So two businesses, two kids. Life coaching, my clients hear from me every day, um, Monday to Friday. And with my brother, it's Monday to Friday. But if there's an emergency on the weekend, then You're there's there. an emergency on the yeah. weekend. But again, working for him, he he trusts me. He He's happy for me to do what I need to do. And sometimes I go, oh, I'm really lucky that these are my jobs. But actually, I've created that as well. So I could have just stayed in other jobs or working for other people. But like we've chosen this path as well. So like I try and sort of, celebrate myself a little bit in it I think that's important and that keeps me going definitely um because I don't know I get filled with mum guilt sometimes like when people are oh you're you know it's it, you're lucky and oh, I'm lucky I can do this I'm lucky well actually Connie you've worked really hard to get there as well so like be proud of yourself but also know when to stop yeah and for me you you know like you say about the mum guilt you know especially with my job there's no, nothing set. So I don't know what's happening in February. I know I'll be doing some more podcasts and, you know, I'll be doing social media, but every day so different. So I had to book Aurelia's parents evening last night. And I, can I just say, I'm so proud of myself that I was like the first one on and got the first appointment. But again, I don't know, like I'm obviously going to make time for that parents evening, but I don't know what that day will bring. Yeah. It's so scary to yeah. live in this world because it's like I don't know what I'm doing yeah, week to week it's unpredictable so unpredictable and my partner will say to me 
right, next week, what's going on? Do you need help on this day? Do you want me to work from home that day? Because he, he's great, really supportive. And I'm like, I wish I could tell you. Yeah. But I don't actually know. I really don't know. So I get exactly what you mean. It's like, you know, he could be there to help me. And I could say, oh, what about Wednesday? And then I actually don't need him. Don't need his support that day. And I'm like, damn it, I've wasted a day of his support. <laughs> I actually need it on right, Friday. Can we change? Can we do exchange on these days? Can you go back to yeah. that? Um, so there is a lot of unpredictability around being self employed but I don't think that I think the flexibility and is amazing outweighs that every time for me the fact that I can drop me to school pick her up and all those things that a lot of mums do miss out on that do nine to fives I do think it outweighs it so I'm really I'm really grateful for that yeah I just think both have pros and cons like they obviously if you're in a full-time job you get the nine months off and yeah you get nine months yeah with your child exactly whereas like you said, four weeks no. in, you're like, right, I'm back to work. Yeah, and it, it really did affect my mental health massively. So, yeah, you felt like after you had him, after you had Chester, that yeah. you just Went took back a dip. to work, rush, rushed it. There was stuff going on within the family, my family, and I'm the I'm the go-to person. I'm every, I rescue everyone. And that's another thing I've started, I'm having to go, no, I can't rescue. They need to learn. Like, they've got to get themselves out of these situations. But I and am... And sometimes you do have to put boundaries up. You do. You do. Because I've got kids now as well, and they need me at my best as much as possible. I know that's not always possible, and it's good to show vulnerability, but I'm someone that, you know, I, I want to feel my best. I, I want to feel energised. I want to feel positive. I'm an optimistic person. I want my cup to be half full, not half empty. Yeah. So last year was survival mode and I had every excuse under the sun to like not move my body, not eat well, like, oh, my body can wait, okay? I, I need to get myself back into financial health. I need to fit, mentally sort myself out, blah, blah, blah. I had all these excuses. I was very defensive. But I feel like that as a whole then the finances are not going to come because what you're putting out is not... Yeah. Like you wasn't looking after yourself. And when yeah. you do start taking care of yourself, then you're freeing up your you mind. Attract. It's the manifestation, isn't it? It is. It is. I massively believe in... I think you have to manifest, but you also have to plan and have a strategy. You know, and even if you do read books about manifestation... I'm reading oh, yeah, this Vex King. with Vex King. But yeah. he says, like, if you're going to the gym and you want to have... Okay, I talk about the body like, whoa... Me and my friends say, do you want a body like, well, you know, when people go, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we talk about the body like, well, but you're not going to get that unless you put 100% yeah. in. So if you put 50% in, that's fine, but you're going to take three months. Yeah. Whereas if you put 100% in, you could achieve that body yeah. like, well, yeah, in like, two months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it, you have to put it in. You can manifest, yeah. but you have to put the hard work in. You've got to manifest and then you've got a plan and then you've got yeah. to take action. So manifesting helps you visualise it and want it more and helps with the energy and the attraction. But you've got to have a plan. You've got to have take action and focus on yourself, not everyone else. Like that, that whole timeline thing, you can have your timeline, but be ambitious and realistic at the same time. Have that balance because, again, as a mum, I was going gym. January 2nd came, Tuesday. I was at the gym every day. Then Chester got a chest infection ironically he literally has a weak chest and he's called Chester oh my god how's your luck and um he's been ill shocking sleep for like 10 days now and that affected my whole routine I've only been able to get my steps in and do a few like weights at home but 
which is, I feel like maybe stumped my progression and the timeline, but actually just because I've got goals and I want to achieve a wall, did you say? Body like wall. Bo- body like wall. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean my kids are going to stop being ill or they're going to start sleeping through the night every single night. Like it doesn't change them you yeah. know I've been talking about this because I feel like Connie I've been the same that I set these goals and then my children since I, cause I went on holiday over Christmas which did me the world of good I needed it came back and I think where we were all in the same room and Bodie was in bed with me every night on holiday he came back and he's like yeah oh, okay, I yeah. want in I want this yeah I want to be in bed with you all the time which I have struggled with him out of my two of him getting in bed with me but it's been literally the last two weeks have been nights from hell with yeah. both of them. I think her going back to school, she's a massive overthinker. So she's been thinking of like monsters in her room. Yeah. I said, you need to think happy thoughts before you go to bed. Yeah. And then he gets up like uh, the night before last from 1.30 till 3.30. But he's up and down, up and down. Wants to touch my face, wants yeah. to hold my hand. Like, I, get, I get a little rub and then I get a smack. Yeah. No, and he sits up and I'm like, can you just lay back down? In the end, he said, you're going to go back to your own bed. I put him back in his own bed. He did go back to sleep. But then my goal that morning was to get up and do a workout before they woke up. And then I'm so tired. It's the morning, so I really, really struggle. So yesterday, what I did was then went for a swim and then did a workout later on. Because I thought, I'm setting these goals and I want to have a body like well. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the title of the podcast. Body like (laughs) well. But yeah, it's about adjusting, right? And when I have a night like that and I wake up, what I would have done before is tea, biscuits, sat on the sofa, pour me. Now I'm getting up, I'm going, right, it is what it is. I'm not gonna take any action apart from reflection. Before I decide what I'm gonna eat and drink or whatever, what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna pause. So I sit on the sofa and I'm gonna pause, I pause and I go, right, Tea and biscuits, that's what you did last year. Look where it got you. What are you going to do this year? (laughs) Just wait, wake up a little bit more and then do your non-negotiable supplement and green tea or tea, but no biscuit, no sugar, because I'm reducing my sugar. So it's that pause. And you don't understand how bad sugar actually is for you. Mm. Like when you research sugar, it does bring you down and also it makes you go up. Yeah. And then crashes yeah, you, and yeah. then you can't do anything. It I mean, your blood I'm not going to lie. I would really love to be one of these people that could sit on the sofa and just eat biscuits all day. All, it would be the dream. I don't, but think, it's not, I don't I, think the people that I do that biscuit, I put weight on. Yeah, I, I'm telling you now, the people that do do that aren't happy. Yeah, trust me. But I feel like Sounds I, I dreamy, was definitely the same as you last year. That I feel like last year was obviously for completely different reasons, but I was just numb and I didn't do anything i achieved amazing things within w- the workspace yeah. and i'm so proud of everything i achieved yeah I'm but i feel like i was so numb i wasn't going to the gym you're in survival mode like literally i had had a gym membership and i the only time i walked in was to take my kids swimming lessons that was it <laughs> like i didn't go to the gym i had such bad brain fog but i didn't know that i had the brain yeah. fog until now where I'm feeling so much better and so much lighter. Yeah. Well, I've, I do think there is always a place for survival mode. Like I needed it last yeah, year, didn't I? How was I going to get through it? Of course, it? survival mode. And obviously, again, different reasons. I was in survival mode. 
and you come out of it and you look back and you think, oh my God, was I even present? But we did what we had to do to get through that year. And the main thing is that you've come out of it. That's the main thing. So if anyone's listening and they're in survival mode, acknowledge that you're in survival mode. That's the first step. Acknowledge self-reflection, self-acceptance. I am in survival mode right now and that's what I need to do. But by April, I am going to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So the first thing is just pausing, acknowledging where you're at right now. That's what I needed to do. I needed to actually get to the end of the year when people start talking about, you know, resolutions and stuff. And I know some people hate it, but I think a window of opportunity, whether it's a Monday morning or whether it's January, is never a bad thing. And your goal doesn't have to be huge. It can just literally be, I'm just going to, this year, I'm just going to make sure I take more photos with my kids. You know, that could just be your goal. Or even just the waking up and trying to eat a healthy not have the tea and biscuits have a healthy breakfast i'm gonna stop my breakfast this year it doesn't you don't have it's tiny little things yeah they make you feel so much better when you've achieved them a hundred percent and we've got like a in our kitchen a black chalkboard ricky's painted on the wall and every time i do my morning ritual i cross it like i literally go well done and it's like an actual physical nod to myself which gives you another little boost Right, what's the next thing? Get my Fitbit watch on. I don't sleep with it on. Just get my watch on and, you know, get those steps in today. So I woke up and I didn't want to do any of that. But I allowed that time before I made a rush decision. I allowed that time to just like settle my emotions. The Chimp Paradox is a really good book to read. It's all about the mind and how we receive everything emotionally first. And it's about pausing before you then act on that emotion. Yeah. And that's what I'm as doing kid, in the mornings. As a kid, you know what? I was so bad as well, like at school and that. I just, I'd never think before I speak. I think I'm getting better now. I'm older and I do now just keep my mouth shut. But when I was a teen, I, was t- I got myself in so much trouble at school. But now I look back, I know they say, don't you can't put a wise head on, on young shoulders. But I just think, oh, why did I even say what I had to say then? You probably learned so many lessons from it, though. I was the same. No filter, said it how it was. Some people didn't like it. And I look back and think, oh, OK, maybe I should have reined it in. I'm exactly the same. But I've learned from that. And... I know we're all here to learn, but yeah. you know, I went the hard way about it, like being at school and college. and Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, the thing is, I'm just like, and I, I feel like my kids are going to be like this too, that if you feel like something's right and you know it's right and a teacher's wrong, I would have to tell them. Yeah. I got kicked out of law for that reason. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I did law. I chose law. I was going to rule the world. And she just said to me, I don't think this is for you. And I said, what do you mean? She went, this is the law. You can't change it. It's not open to your opinion. Like it's the it's law. The law is the law, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not having it. Yeah. She was like, well, you're I don't a, are you, do you feel like you're a truth seeker? I'm a massive yeah, truth seeker. I, and that's the thing at school or in any situation, I'd be like, well, that's not the truth. You're not telling the truth. I need to get the truth yeah, out of you. Justice. Actually, I, my mum and dad moved house and they've got all my old school reports. And in reception, it said, Connie likes things to be fair. So, I mean, law was never for me. <laughs> and that's the thing I try and teach Aurelia now. I'm like, I hope you're kind to everyone in your class and, and you know, play with everyone. And Because she said to me yesterday, oh, uh, that 
you know, sometimes she doesn't want to play with certain people. I said, that's fine, but just I want you to be inclusive and kind. Yeah, to. as long as you're kind. Because yeah. I was that, but I would be the person sticking up for someone that's it's none of my business. Yeah, that's me too. I would be sticking up for them and it's like, they, they, they've backed out the conversation here yeah. and now I'm there arguing with the teacher or arguing with a friend. Yeah. That was that's me with friends' boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, and then you say it, and then they get back together. Yep, I've been there plenty ah, of times. That's just the story of my life. Falling out with friends and yeah. been like, but you was saying how much you hate yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, do you know what? Again, it goes back to boundaries, doesn't it? It's made me go, actually, I can't rescue all my friends who've decided to be with arseholes. I can't rescue them. No. So I'm just going to say, look, I'm here if you need me. And that's it. My opinion stops there because it was affecting me. And again, it's with family. Like, I've got three brothers. I ha- try and help them and support them as much as I can. I do actually coach all three of them like more career focused but I have to learn to let go because there's a lot of emotion emotion attached to that whereas with my clients once I've spoken to them all that day I can switch off from it but when it's family and it's friends there's that emotional attachment so I have to set a boundary now and also I think it's learning other people's personalities because you're probably the same as me that you think everyone's the same as you so what they say is like I'm very black and white and when people are grey I really find it hard to yeah yeah, to understand sure. what they're saying yeah. because I'm like I'm I will tell you I how it is I find people pleasing hard to understand yeah I do people please in the sense that if I sense people are uncomfortable I really go to the a really huge extent to try and make them feel comfortable and then I'm drained but people pleasing to the point where people are saying yes to everything and they end up miserable and unhappy. They say that people pleasing is literally a huge cause of mental health issues because you're not doing anything true to you. You're saying yes to everyone around you and none of it aligns with who you really are. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I'm like, am I a people pleaser? I I feel like I am a little bit of a people pleaser, but then if I actually don't want to do something, I'll just be like, no, it's not for me. Yeah. Everyone probably has an element of that because no one wants to hurt other people's feelings. But yeah, it's, it's the people reason I'm like, no, you don't want to do that. I know you don't want to do it. Why are you saying yes for? Like, I get passionate. Yeah. I hate else. seeing someone not being true to themselves. It kills me inside. Yeah, um, and I think what, when you are just black and white and you, what you see is what you get. And I've always been like Marmite. People either like me or they don't. Because Who doesn't like you? <laughs> There's probably people out there that don't like me. But <laughs> I have, because I am a truth seeker and I tell the truth and I say how I feel. Like, and you get it from my, I definitely get it from my mum. Like, if you want straight talking about a situation, you go to my mum. Because she will... There's no bullshit with Diane. It's like say it how it is. I love that though. And I and and I know I think where people I, stand are, I think people mom. are afraid of the truth. Yeah. And I think there is a lot of that uh, a lot of bullshit in the mum world as well and like oh well, every, you know people pretending that everything's perfect and I feel like that doesn't do anyone any justice. No, and that's why I think people have the shock of their lives when they have these kids because they go and these babies because yeah. it is so hard. It is I always use this word. I think I've used it on every single podcast I've done so far. It's relentless. Yeah. Being a mum is relentless. It's the hardest job you will ever have to do. And even when they're grown up, look, our parents will still be worrying about us now. Yeah. My mum said to me today, oh, so what jobs have you got booked in and what's yeah. happening? I'm like, why are you worrying for? Yeah. But she said, I'd just like to know what you're doing and, yeah. and if everything's going okay. Yeah, you, you never stop being a mum, ever. No. And I, do you know what? I actually think that there's so much pressure on women, on every woman to be a mum. But actually, I think 
that not every woman should be one. If it's not for you, it's not for you and that's okay. I think you're better off going, it's actually not for me, than trying to force something because society or like evolution or science or biology, whatever you want to call it, has said that your body was designed to be a mother. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. If you know that, that it's not suited to your personality. I mean, some people are just because they have to, but I don't actually think motherhood or parenthood is for everyone. And I no, think that's I, okay. I think that's okay. And I think that's okay. I think it's better for the kids. It's not for you and you know it's not for you and so you don't bother having kids. I think it's like, I think people feel this pressure that they have to have kids because yeah. that's just part of life. Hi all, it's TV's Gail Porter here. I am so excited to tell you that I am joining the Paranormal Activity family and will be hosting a number of live podcast recordings across the UK. The first is on the 6th of March at London's haunted Richmond Theatre. Expect terrifying tales, audience interaction and hopefully a spirit or two. I can't wait for you to join me and to hear your own paranormal experiences. You can find tickets at www.paranormalpod.co.uk. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Also, having a child now is so expensive. <laughs> it is so expensive and there is an expense element. That I have a friend and she's just like, I just don't think I'll be able to afford to have. Mm, I find that sad. I a find child. that sad. I think if someone says, do you know what? I just know that motherhood's not for me. I think, cool. But if someone's saying to me, I want to be a mum, but I can't afford it. Or I've worked really hard at my career. And now I don't know if I want children because all my hard work, I'm going to have to give it all up because I can't afford the childcare. I just think that's so sad. I think that's wrong. That really annoys me about how our country is run. I mean, I'm not going to get into politics because <laughs> I don't really know enough, but it really Here she goes. <laughs> don't get me started. She's taking on the world. My, if my law teacher could hear me now. <laughs> and this is why she was chucked out of law school. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. But I think the best thing any mother can do is just be honest about how she's feeling because you are never alone in this. And there's always someone that feels the same as you. Yeah, and if you're on Instagram and you're following every perfect, I mean, if you're following Kelsey, then you obviously follow 
someone real, but follow more. Thanks. Like less perfect pages, you know, all of that aesthetic stuff. Just follow less of that or just take it with a pinch of salt and make sure you're following and what you're watching and reading and listening to is real and authentic and honest because you're not helping yourself by listening to just the good stuff. Yeah. So I've always worked with kids, so I think I've always known. Yeah. What yeah. a struggle it was going to be. Do you know what? I actually, my mum's my one of eight and I thought, oh, if my nan can have eight, she made it look easy. They're all all right. My mum had four. She made it look easy. They're all all right. It's fine. This must be, my, what's the problem? Oh my God. I had them myself, but my mum did say to me, "It's times have changed. I have to work way more than my mum ever needed to. She could go back to work once the last one, my younger brother, was four, you know, my dad could support everyone and we weren't rich well, it or nothing. It goes back to that like financial state, yeah. doesn't it? That it's so expensive to have children now. And also I think there's so much for children to do. Like actually gladiators has just come back, yeah. isn't it? And I was always obsessed with my nan and granddad and we all, we lived down the same road. So we lived at 36, my nan lived at 12. So on a Saturday, I'd, I'd call up my nan and go, can I come down to yours? And I'd probably sleep there and I'd go to my nan's and we'd have a pizza, like but literally a pizza in the oven, yeah, not yeah, a takeaway. Yeah. Pizza, watch Gladiators, blind date. And that was just and like that the was, best night ever. But now it's like you have to go to the cinema trips, you have to do this. Like, there's, Well, do you, you don't. You don't have to. You but don't. If you're looking at what everyone else is doing, then you'll feel this pressure too. Go and do everything. Yeah, I'm actually quite good at not feeling that pressure. I don't overdo the Christmas decorations and spend like a grand on like a mad Christmas tree. I just don't do that. Like my kids think, still think our Christmas tree is magical. Like I don't... Aurelia was definitely offended that I didn't do Elf on the Shelf, but I thought I oh, cannot start that. Yeah, well... Did you do it? Ricky loves it. So I don't really get that involved with it. He's the big kid. So if he wants to do it, I'm okay. I'm, the, I'm the mean mum, aren't I? But it's just... No, I think it's fine. That's it is what just I mean. me. It's fine. It is It's just it me, is. Connie, at home trying to do it yeah. all. So I just thought I'm not going to add an extra stress yeah, that every morning she is, wakes up. It, what is it just to make sure that your kids are behaving? Like, it's not... We don't do any of the rules. Ricky just puts a bit of chocolate on toilet paper. Hi, it's done a poo. Like, <laughs> that's sort of as far as it goes. And then whatever. But I just think, again, it's like reducing that consumption of social media. I saw a quote the other day that said, our generation are more miserable than ever because of the overconsumption of other people's lives. Reduce the consumption of other people's lives and just focus on your own. What makes you and your family happy? Like you but don't. But how do we do that? Because we live in a generation and a society. Boundaries of yourself. What of like just switching off, coming offline? Yeah, I can easily go through social media, see people going on loads of holidays, and go. Do you know what? I'm bloody happy for them. That's amazing. I might not have a holiday this year. That's cool. Like that's just my situation I know we'll have a holiday again I'm happy for them I'm buzzing for them or I'll go actually I spoke to her last week and I actually know she's not very happy so as much as that night out looked unreal you know I know she's putting on a front because that's helping her cope like I think maybe being a bit of an insider you realise that what you see on social media isn't always what it really is so that's helped but I also focus so much on my own life and my own parenting and my own shit that anyone can do anything around me and I don't care I'm not really that bothered you know I'm so focused on myself I'm not really bothered about people taking their kids to a theme park every week I don't really care yeah 
Well, I actually saw Michelle Keegan. She was on a, a podcast, Ferns, and she said about going out. She's like, I like staying at home. I don't care about going out. And I was like, go on, Michelle, because yeah. people think that she, think she's so obviously she's busy with work and doing whatever. Like, yeah, of course she likes to stay in. Yeah, but I was like, yes, people need to hear that. Yeah. Like, it's not going out. Doing all these fancy, fancy things all the time. Yeah. You, fancy, what, what, I just literally made a word fancy, up. Fancy, fancy. Fancy, fancy. What word is that? <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I think, again, it goes back to like goals, self-reflection. What do I actually want? What actually makes me happy? This is what I do with all my clients. Where are you at with your life right now? Tell me everything. Rate it out of 10. And then if life was 10 out of 10, how would it look? And then we create a little strategy. And then I go, well, what are your core values? But what if people set goals that are like, they're just too ambitious and... They're not, though, ever. Why? It's never too ambitious. It's more about the timeline okay. and getting there. I mean, if you said to me, Connie... The goal is to get on a UFO and see, find aliens on Mars. I'd say, all right, Kelsey, I'm not the right person for you, but good luck. <laughs> if someone said to me, I really want to start my own beauty business or I want to become a so makeup artist. So you give artist. them like the step-by-step -step how to achieve. Yeah, well, I'll say, well, where are you at right now with that? Okay, well, the first step would be to do a course or what would make you feel more confident or what is the next first step for you? And they'll go, well, I probably should do a course. Okay, have you looked at courses? And it sounds so simple, but just having someone that is rooting for you and cheering you on and supporting you, who's not family or friends and going, yeah, but mm, are you sure? I don't ever doubt their the goals or anything because anything's possible for anyone. I, I completely agree. Yeah. And I talk a lot on my Insta about feel the fear and do it anyway. Absolutely. Because we are all so scared to do stuff. And... For me, if you'd have told me three years ago that I would be hosting my own podcast, I would have said, there's no way. Because I didn't have the confidence. Mm. But somewhere within me, I've well, I've had to step up, haven't I? But I found the confidence. And I think, what is the worst that can happen? Push yourself. Mm. Get yourself out of them comfort zones yeah. that we all love to sit in. And the first three, four, five times you do something, it's all, it will be scary and nerve-wracking. And you might be shit at it. No, and you think about, you know, you're saying, oh, I've got to go on a beauty course. Like, you think, who's going to be on the beauty course? Are they all going to know what they're doing? Like, there's all these, go like, you know, setting the goal to go to the gym. Oh, but there's loads of people that know how to lift weights. You go to the yeah. gym, you ease yourself in, you... I just say own it. Own that you're a beginner. Own that this is the first time you've walked into somewhere. Own it that you've never picked up a makeup brush before. Just own it. Do you know what? I've never picked up a makeup brush before. But I'm, but I'm, I'm here to learn. And I'm going to... Do, you know, oh, I've, do you know what? I haven't been to the gym for five years, but I'm here and I'm here with positive, good intentions. So go me. You've got to be your own cheerleader every single time. You know, the more you go, oh my God, what if there's this person? What if Once you get you down... You get that, in your you, head though as well. You're you never going to do yourself it. out of anything. And how you talk to yourself is a choice. Then people that have a negative mindset because they've been feeding it for so long. So you've got to go, right, I'm going to stop feeding you. I'm going to start feeding that positive voice. I'm going to start feeding my cheerleader because we all have one. And it's about choosing to go, okay, I know there's, you know, the negative voices coming in, but I'm not going to listen to you today. What's positive about this decision I'm about to make? You, that, and that's where the pause is. That's the pause. It's sort of like... I have so many voices in my head. We all do. And and if, if you were taking your kids somewhere, you'd team talk your child, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. we're going to go gymnastics. You're going to be fantastic. All the teachers are going to be lovely. You're going to be great. Like, that's what you need to do to yourself. And it's funny because I just had a psychic reading 
because I'm obviously into the spiritual world. I love it. And I was told that I need to start team talking myself a little bit more and being kinder to myself Mm. and not taking in the negativity that people try and project put, project onto me uh, not only like i don't think it's like friends and family because they no. are have been amazing but you know people online yeah of course. um but i need to believe in myself more and yeah. i teach the children you know at k2k i'm like believe in yourself positive energy and i do these retreats and i'm saying yeah but i need to do it to myself absolutely and i find with online when someone is going through a hard time but they're showing a positive light like you have and sh- you've shown your journey and coming out of it and positivity but real as well I've done my journey with weight loss now I never don't get trolled but when I start showing my weight loss journey or my health journey that's when it starts coming because people find it hard to lose weight what did they say to you though well back in the day when I when I launched my book around that time people would say well you're still fat you know, or your brother's a personal trainer. Can't he, why, what, is he not very good? Or, you know, things like that you'd get. But it's because I'm achieving something they wish they could. And it's similar with you. There'll be people that are experiencing grief that unfortunately can't. But do you know what? I don't find it from people that are actually going through what I've gone through. Right, like, all intense. of them. It's like the people that have never lived this life or have gone through it. I think, how can you even pass so judgment? even more irrelevant. Like, did you see that I took, I've taken my rings off? Yeah. People, I actually did see some of the comments. Well, actually on my feed, I just said, look, I'm only here for positivity. Like, please. So it was. And then a paper published something and the comments were just awful. Like, but I'm trying to share I just my... Don't know. Sorry, anyone that's leaving comments online, you need to go and find a hobby, Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I'm trying to, I'm putting it out there to the world to help people to be Absolutely. like, this is my journey. You, you, you know, you, I, I did a trek with Copperfield and I lost one of my t- teammates, Hannah. She worked at Lorraine as well. Oh. And Tom, her partner, posted on uh, my ring story and said, I took them straight away, Hannah died. Mm. Because I put them in the box. Hannah's told me what she wants me to do with them. Mm. So, you know, it's yeah. each their own. I've taken them off two years later like we're all on a different journey yeah I just think if you've never like lived it as well yeah how can you pass judgment yeah yeah. I mean that makes those people even more irrelevant to me their opinions even more irrelevant if you've never experienced it or gone through it your opinion is irrelevant the fact that you have even got time to comment negatively on a post that is irrelevant to you and you've never gone through what I've gone through look look inside go and look in the mirror and sort yourself out that's how I see it that's how I deal with stuff like that I just think thank god I'm not you and then I just carry on carry on (laughs) thank god I'm not you before I had Macy healthy forever yeah and it was like a Bridget Jones style weight loss book it was no no dieting it was just about movement and actually thinking about health over skinny yeah and it, I don't think, I think everyone was just obsessed with skinny at the time. So I was really proud of it. And then obviously I had the kids. So then my body completely changed. I mean, and the book is still relevant, but I didn't have kids when I wrote it. Now, you know. Would you change the book now? I would definitely extract loads from it and all my recipes, unreal recipes. Did you know most people don't create their own recipes? 
I create every single one. And they were like, oh, thanks for these. Normally we just get someone else to pu publish them in the book. I'm like, what? You're like, I've, just I've just written 60 recipes from scratch. <gasps> so yeah, really proud of it. That. Really proud that. of it. Now it would, I would create a mindset life coaching book. It would be all about getting out of that survival mode. We've still recipes in because again, I think Absolutely. you're feeding your soul, you're feeding everything. It's all about that 360 holistic approach to health for me. You know, it's about, I've got the five pillars of the, the first step. It's your finances, fitness, food, sleep, relationships. So score out of five. And the one that's the lowest scoring is your first, that's your first thing to focus on. So Mine's sleep at the moment. So if you don't know where to start, that's your, that's your first thing. And actually that was my first step out of survival mode was sleep. I went, I, I did it on myself and I went, right, sleep. My sleep is so bad that I can't do anything else, nothing else I can't do. So I went, right, the next two weeks, everything else is gonna be, gets, I'm gonna just set forget, it aside. Yeah, forget about it. And I'm just gonna focus on sleep. I'll let everyone know what I'm doing. So everyone knows, right, the next two weeks, I'm focusing on sleep. I'll be in hibernation. <laughs> well, getting Chester, sleeping through the night, all of that stuff. Not just me sleeping, it was about him yeah. routine. Well, it is about the kids, because I'm sure yeah. you would actually sleep through the night. Yeah, of course, I'm bloody hell, yeah, I'm a good sleeper. If the kids are sleeping, I sleep. I, I have no problem getting to sleep. But sleep is a thing of the past when you do have kids. It's sort of like the un... You like sign a contract, really, don't you? Yeah, I mean, my mum, she said, like, your sleep's never the same once you have kids. because yeah, then even when they're teenagers, you, they're coming back at night and... Yeah, well, you've always got one ear open, haven't you? Um, and I just think, you know, you, you listen out that everything, like Aurelia's sleep talk, so that wakes me up. And then you can hear, like, you know, my mum used to say, because I used to be like, well, I'm such a deep sleeper. Like, am, am I going to wake up from? She went, you will wake yeah. up, trust me. And it's even like when they have the sickness bug and you hear the... <coughs> I know, and, the then think, and then you jump up and you I quickly know. run into the room and you pick them up. And that you're was like, me last but, week. But you somehow know as a mum. Yeah. So, yeah, sleep is overrated. It's not... <laughs> underrated <laughs> sleep is so overrated but I also think as well like if you like I said to myself the last couple of weeks right sleep is shit there's nothing you can do about it right now so what can you do to help you feel energized you know rather than before going well I'm not sleeping like sit on the sofa I go right actually I can get energy from something else good food going for a walk you know getting off my phone and taking a break from just everyone you know, things like that. You know, you don't just get energy just from sleep. No, you... I went to this amazing event with a brand and they had a sleep expert and she said, everyone's obsessed with eight hours sleep. When actually you can have five hours sleep, but if you're feeding yourself the right stuff, if you're moving your body, if you're removing toxic people and all of that away from you, that five hours is enough. For me though, I 100%, I because like, even like last night, I went to bed at like 10, Bodie got me up at four, but I'm like, I can't start my day at four o'clock because I could have just got out of bed. So then what makes me worse is when I go, then I fall back to yeah, sleep. Yeah, and I then feel I'm like, you. But I physically can't get up at four o'clock. No. I could, I could be the new mum that gets up at four. She is seizes every, the day at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, She's well, on, on a run. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Um, vlogging at four. <laughs> vlogging at four. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm doing really annoying voices. No, you, I mean, you could get up at four. Why not? If you felt like you could, get Good Morning Britain on. Is that even on at four? No, I don't think anything's on at four. Oh, just cut. 
Mr. Tumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Connie, this has been actually amazing. I feel like there's so much more that we could talk about on here. Talk all day, couldn't we? But if people want a life coach, please go over <laughs> to Connie because I feel like I've learned so much. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. I love catching up with you. Do you have a question you want me and my guest to answer? Get in touch by emailing askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on WhatsApp. Our number is 07599 or leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. So I've been Kelsey Parker. You can find me on being underscore Kelsey on Instagram where I'm just being me. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.